time to call the best. Time to call the best. And got It. I was yeah. like, she let her get to three whole rings before she did <laughs> She's the one who told me she was ready. <laughs> and then I got distracted on the internet and had trouble putting my headset, my headphones in. Oh, yeah, that'll <laughs> happen. Yeah, when you originally sent me the text, I was uh, finishing off a game in an app that I've been playing in. And so I had to finish that first before I could do anything. So I have to admit that I've had to put uh, most of my, like, group chat threads, including ours, on, like, a mute. Oh, yeah, the little silent icon? Because uh, otherwise if I'm playing, like, an Internet game, you all keep interrupting me, and sometimes (laughs) I mess up. (laughs) (laughs) They're the real problems. I have my work one muted because there's 11 of us in there, mm, and it can get out of hand real mm-hmm. fast if I'm not careful, so I just don't have that one on, but, like, our our group one, I'm probably the worst offender um, in our Tubby one. Yeah. So well, you send, you don't send the most text in general, you just send them in more text yeah in total. Like, I, like you'll I, say three I, words and then send it and then say three words and then send it instead of like typing a paragraph text. yeah I don't do a whole paragraph <laughs> yeah that drives my dad insane like that you send multiple text messages yeah like he actually will sometimes get actively mad at me for doing it he'll it like he will he'll text me and be like okay Think of what you want to say, type it in one paragraph, or else I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm this way because of you. You created this monster. (laughs) He did create this monster. He did. Literally. Yeah, quite quite literally. (laughs) He created and raised it. (laughs) He did. This is all his fault. (laughs) I mean, your mom gets a little blame and credit there, too. (laughs) I mean, she gets some credit. Yeah. Um, not as much of the blame. No. I don't actually, you know, I wish I took after my mom more. I take after my dad a lot. Like yeah. I, I mean, I if you did, a... your floor would be well vacuumed. Right? And it never is. <laughs> covered in dog, dog fur constantly. <laughs> dog fur, cat fur. Yep. <laughs> All the fur. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I wish I took after my mom more, but. I'm definitely a little female clone of my dad. <laughs> dad just created little clones of himself. I was going to say, and your brother is quite the clone of your dad as well. He really is. He, but in he, such he, different he ways. He started, like, looking like my dad. Like pictures. He has. It's crazy. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, please go away. I don't need you, Dad. <laughs> oh, man. So my brother... Um, my brother's always had a slightly higher pitched voice than my dad, but otherwise they have really, really similar voices. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but he recently found out that he might need to get a deviated septum corrected, and if that's oh. the case, then his voice will actually lower, and then he's just going to sound exactly like my dad. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it is he um, speaks like your dad. Oh, yeah. I mean, we both have my dad's, <laughs> like, speech habits, his yeah. general mannerisms. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I mean, we learned all of our talking styles from my dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how else to describe it. It's like your general, like, cadence in speech. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all my dad. Well, it's, it's kind of, it actually is kind of a, my mom contributed to that, too. There is, like, a family speech pattern that mm-hmm. all four of us share. And if anyone spends a lot of time around us, they start taking it on, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. <laughs> it's just what we do <laughs> like there are times that since Devin's been doing the morning show with my dad like mm-hmm. there are times when I'll be talking to Devin and I'll be like you need to stop doing that because you are way too much like my dad right now and I cannot handle it <laughs> not allowed not okay <laughs> but yeah I mean it's almost fall through day so I love you dad you're the best <laughs> we mean it in love. <laughs> I do mean it in love. He knows I love him. He's he's one of my favorite people. He and I yeah. are too similar for me not to like him. Yeah. Then I would have to not like myself. And who wants that? Right. Exactly. <laughs> I personally love myself. Right. I mean, you're pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I like you. I bake things when I visit. You do bake things when you visit, and I appreciate that about you. And when you visit me. I more often bake things when you visit me, let's be real. You do. Well, that's because it's easier to bake in your own home with your own baking. That's true. That's true. Yeah. My house is weird. And my kitchen kitchen is small. small. (laughs) Yeah, it is. You don't have nearly enough counter space for baking. Well, you know, I'd have more, but I have stuff on it, which is also very unlike my mom. Well, then it doesn't count as counter space. Exactly. I, I, if, I put, if I put more of my things away, I would have enough counter space. Yeah. But I never put any of my stuff away. Yeah. Our counters are actually quite cluttered. I really yeah. need to fix that. I would love for to have one of those kitchens where there's, like, almost nothing on the counters. I did finally put my stand mixer away because I never freaking use the thing. Mm. No, the stand um, mixer stays out. <laughs> but, like, the blender, we haven't used the blender in 8,000 years, and it's still Oh, yeah. Um, blenders, d- blenders don't need to go out. We um, have many appliances that do not sit out. We actually don't have a lot of common appliances. Like, we don't own a toaster. We do, and that's one of the things that takes up counter space yeah. in our kitchen is our toaster. It's, it's out there. We have a, a Keurig and a toaster, and those are both. We don't and even have a my, coffee maker. I leave my teapot out on the yeah on the counter as well because we have an electric teapot for it. I you know, I have an electric teapot. I took it to work for a while and now I have no clue where it is. I think I brought it back home, but I don't remember. Yeah, we have an electric teapot and Jake has a, a coffee grinder because he will he only likes to have fresh ground coffee. Um, you know what? Hmm. I think that the kitchen lady borrowed my electric kettle 
and never brought it back. Oh. <laughs> the kitchen lady at the church. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where it, it was either somewhere in her basement or it's somewhere in the church. Oh. Yeah. It has my name written on it, but that really doesn't matter at the church. <laughs> like, if it's at the church, it is the property of everybody at the church. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you get for taking it to this church. It's true. It's very true. <laughs> All right. But baking. Baking. I know. We were kind of getting there with the kitchen stuff. I tried to get there, and then you took us away from there. Well, you know, I follow where the conversation takes me. You you take the conversation where you please. That's what this is. I learned this from my dad once again. <laughs> I grew up at a radio home. You just talk. You don't think about what you're saying. <laughs> we yeah. have we have planned segments. Do we have actual planned segments? I'm excited. No. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we have a general topic, which is uh, baking. baking competition shows. Yes. Yes. Of which I have actually watched all of them. Every single one, every single solitary baking competition show. Yeah, but I'm not cut up on. I I guarantee you, you have not watched every single if baking competition show. If it's available on Netflix or Hulu, I have watched it. Then you have not watched all of the baking competition shows. If it's available on Netflix or Hulu, then I've watched it. <laughs> that's, that's all that counts. That's all that matters. All right. Well, what's your favorite one? My favorite is the Great British Bake Off. Because it's the best one. That thing is so good. It's literally it's the best. so nice. Like, it's the best competition, food competition show, reality TV show. It's just, it's, it, I think it's really just my best, my favorite TV show now. It's really wholesome. All the personalities are interesting. Yes. There's delicious looking bakers. I don't understand why anyone does not love that show. Everybody is nice to each other, even yeah. even when they take the ice cream out of the freezer. Yeah, when they take somebody else's ice cream out of the freezer, completely and, yeah. ruined that ma- that poor guy's baked Alaska. Yeah, <laughs> there have been a couple of situations like that, uh, and it's almost always to do with the freezer. Mm-hmm. Like somebody goes to the freezer. In fact, somebody took somebody else's and used somebody else's. Yes, a custard in their dish. Yeah. They switched the custard. Yeah. And oh, and she was just beside herself. She was because so upset. she because she knew her custard was like shoddier than his was. Yeah, and so she and, was, like spent the whole time telling the judges, "Now, while you taste this custard, it's not mine. It's his custard, not my custard. I accidentally put it in mine. Like, my custard is is shite. Yeah. <laughs> As you'll taste, his custard is perfect and delicious. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cute. It was really sweet. They're all so sweet to each other. They're all so sweet to each other. And if you, especially if you follow a lot of them on Instagram, they still hang out with each other regularly. And really? they, they comment on each other's posts and encourage, like when one of them has like really exciting news, another one will like encourage them and oh like cheer for them. Um, a bunch of them are very supportive of the, one of the newer judges, Noel, um, who I love from uh, when he was on the IT crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, did you watch that show? 
I do not watch that show, but I, I've seen. I don't think it's on the air anymore, but it's it's hysterical. And you I should heard. watch it. You should watch it all. It's Chris yeah. O'Dowd. It's hysterical. Um, but he plays a random character like towards the end of the series, um, where he's just like a random like like vampire person living in the back of the <laughs> like doesn't come out in the daylight. <laughs> um, but anyways, he does a lot of like really like abstract like um art and he's obviously quite a character and um but anyway, he does a lot, his Instagram is almost all just his art. And you'll see, like, past contestants, like, liking his stuff and commenting on it and encouraging, like, oh, this is so fantastic. Like, oh, you're such a, you know, you're so creative. This is so, it's just, like, it's just the most wholesome, beautiful, like, show on TV. It really is. It's the content that we all need in our lives. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited for the new series, the new season with, um, so it'll be Noel. So Sandy has left the show. Mm-hmm. And so it's Noel and Matt Lucas, okay, who um, had a run on Doctor Who. Uh, and the judges are still. Uh... The judges are still um, Paul Hollywood, uh-huh. who I love with his piercing blue eyes, <laughs> and um, I forget her name, the one who's not Mary Berry. Right, the one that's not Mary Berry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's what her name is. Judges. She who is not Mary Berry. Prue. Yeah. Prue Leaf. Yeah. I do miss Mary Berry. I miss Mary Berry's jacket. Yes, she did have like, the best jacket. She had this like they all had cranes on them, and I love. Yeah. I wonderful. I appreciate Prue's necklaces. Yeah. Sometimes her necklaces are too much for me. They're too much for me, but I appreciate them on her. <laughs> I do like that she has her own unique style. She has her. She does. But no. but no, nothing will ever beat Mary Berry and, no, and her unabashed true. love of liquor. I know. And <laughs> <laughs> um, now if you ever watch, there's a spinoff where it's like um, Great British like Academy or something. It's basically uh, Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood baking together. Oh, um, yeah. And like, and specifically that. like she like, like there's one episode that we watch where she's like trying to like explain to him how to make it and she's like schooling him and like telling him how he's doing it wrong and it's very it's so cute and I love the two of them I like that man that Paul Hollywood handshake that just like there are times there was one where he like it's been a recent season and he held, holds his hand up hand, hand down and uh, are out and uh, the contestant is like shut up <laughs> <laughs> That is also your favorite baking. It is. Okay. <laughs> Absolute favorite. Um, All right. <laughs> and I've attempted to make many things from it. Um, like I've made shoe buns because of that show. Um, I even made um, a creme patissier to fill the shoe buns with. And that's when I, I learned would... that you need to uh, serve shoe buns fresh because yes. once they sit in a thing, they get soft. I was just talking so. to Jordan last night, our friend yes. Jordan. Oh, we should uh, have had him night. on this episode. I know he actually would have been great on this episode, and he was talking about um, he was talking about doing some um, fried shoe dough, uh, like yeah. almost making his own churro, kind of churros out of it. 
Yeah. Um, and I was like, you know what? You and Beth should do, like, a Zoom cook-off. And he's like, yeah, but it would be too boring because of the, like, actual bake time. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's when you and Beth take the time to entertain us while we're waiting for the bake. (laughs) (laughs) I think it'd be great. I'd watch it. I would 100% watch the two of you guys do a bake-off from long distance. That would be fun. I think it'd be fun. (laughs) But I do. Now I want churros so bad. Yeah. And I would I not have stop. a beef churros. But we could have, like, a quick, something that bakes quick-ish. Right, Like yeah. Like a cupcake, or but then they have to cool. Yeah. Well, but we can't judge is the problem. Like That's true. We'd have to yeah. have two separate judges. Yeah. But. So we'll, we'll have to wait to do it until quarantine is over and you can come up to Washington State, and then we can have a real bake-off. That would be so much fun. So we'd have to come up with a, a signature bake that we get to practice beforehand, a technical yeah. bake. Yeah. Um, and then a, a showstopper. I volunteer as judge. <laughs> I think you should just be one of the hosts. I could be a host, but I still yeah. get to eat the food. Yeah, exactly. You still get to eat the food. Yeah. But we need, like, uh, other people. Someone like, to be the commentary person. We need somebody to, like, set the challenges. Yeah. Well, we need a, we need somebody we need a baker. who's really good technically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who else do we know who's a great technical baker? I don't know. My grandma used to be, but she doesn't do it anymore. I don't know that I want her to judge. I know. She would be scary. (laughs) She would be the scary judge, like Mm -hmm. Gordon Ramsay-style scary judge. Um, But like Gordon Ramsay with adults, not Gordon Ramsay with children. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Although he is surprisingly encouraging on some of the adult chefs on MasterChef as well. Yeah. I mean, he's not not all a jerk. He's just, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you watch Hell's Kitchen, it seems like he is. But yeah, everything else he does, he has his moments of like inspiration and... Well, and look, even when he's yelling, I agree with pretty. Him. I agree with him pretty much ninety nine percent of the time. <laughs> that idiot sandwich insult is like my favorite yeah. insult of all time. <laughs> I love oh that. man! Anyway, I, so, I know yeah. I've, t- I've talked about this so many times, but one of my favorite things is that when Devin is cooking, he repeats Gordon Ramsayism, and <laughs> it just makes me giggle so much. I love it. I need to start doing that. Yeah. Narrating my, my cooking. Literally every time you turn the stove on, you have to say, nice hot pan. Every time. <laughs> and that's my, like, I mean, if I have to choose a second favorite, it's literally anything with Gordon Ramsay in it. Yeah, but he doesn't do, I know he's not, he's not yeah. Yeah. But, so yes, he he would be pretty much any of my other cooking competition favorites yeah. or food related shows. Yeah. Because um, Master Chef is my favorite cooking competition show. Yeah. But um. So I guess since you that was your first and my first two, I'll pick my second. Okay. Um, which is my my second favorite one is Zumbo's Just Desserts. Okay. Yeah, I've watched a little of that, but not like a ton of that. You should watch all of it because it's the things that they make. I'm always watching it thinking, like, I could totally make this. Yeah. There's no way. <laughs> I used to, well, I used to watch baking shows with our old roommate before she moved out. Mm-hmm. And since she's moved out, I don't watch them as much. And, I'm really yeah. sad. and then for a while after she moved out, we would have, uh, we called it Monday Night Raw after the wrestling thing. But she would come over every Monday and we'd watch baking shows and eat mm-hmm. pizza. Um, and so we did that for, like, a couple of years, and then quarantine hit, and I haven't seen her in forever, and mm-hmm. I haven't baking shows in forever because of it. So 
She's my baking show friend. She we should. You should just on your own watch all of Zimbo's Just Desserts. I think there's only two seasons. Okay. Um, because it's Australian, so it'll but it gets added to Netflix eventually. Mm-hmm. But they're so beautiful, and that's another one where I feel like they're pretty like nice to each other. There's a little yeah. like cattiness here and there, but like for the most part, they're all like you know like encouraging and like yay you won and. That's you what can I just like. sit in the big pink chair. I wanted to say like you got Star Baker, but again, that's a good show. Yeah. <laughs> okay, keep going back to that. When they call their family to tell them that they got Star Baker, yeah, it just like warms my heart every time. <laughs> it's just the most wholesome show on television. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah, Zumba's Just Dessert is my next one, and I just plus I love their like Australian accents and. They're yeah. fun. I like them. I and do they, not they're like so Australian interesting. Accents. I do. I'm not a fan. Yeah. It still just really bugs me the way they say H. <laughs> How do they say H? H. Oh. Yeah. It's it's real upsetting. <laughs> All right. So so what's one of your other favorite ones? Um. I, okay, I know this is silly, it's just a silly, stupid seasonal show, but nailed it. I love that show, it's so stupid. (laughs) But it's so ridiculous, and it's like... It reminds me of, like, myself, if I went on a baking show. (laughs) Like, you know, you present it, and you cry a little bit, and then... (laughs) Then you move on. (laughs) But literally, none of them are ever crying, they're just so, like... So doesn't take itself seriously. Right, exactly. I really like like the host is like kind of nutty, but I love her. I follow her on Instagram. I forget her name. Yeah, she's been in a couple of TV shows that I love too. Is her name Nicole? I, that sounds familiar, but honestly, I'm looking it up. I'm, I'm looking it up. Yes, please. It's like do. Nicole Byer. That is, it's Nicole Byer. Okay, cool. She yeah, is she so is. funny. She has a podcast called "Why Don't You Date? Why Won't You Date Me?" Oh my god! I eventually have to need to listen to, to. Seriously, I bet that's really good because she's hilarious. Yeah. Also, if you go to her Instagram, she can do the splits. Like, holy what? cow! Yeah, I can't do the splits. Yeah, you should see her. I'm impressed. Um, yeah, she's a very impressive splits. Yeah. No, I yeah, really. I, love I think that she released show. a book too. I'm trying to I mean, see. I might not read a book by her, but I would definitely listen to her podcast. Yeah. I'm trying to find it. I'm gonna go find it and listen she's to it. She's just now. so like silly and funny and like she's again like cute and talks, giggly. Yeah, and she talks about like on her Instagram she talks a lot about really like important stuff. Like she talks about like um like body positivity. She talks about she's talking obviously she's been talking a ton about Black Lives Matter. Um, but it's, like, infused with, like, her own, like, just general silliness. Yeah. I'm, I'm reasonably sure that she played a part in The Good Place. Oh, um, I don't know. And also in, um, part, or, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think she, I think she made like small appearances in both of those shows. If I'm thinking of the right person, and I think I am, um, mm-hmm. but she's just like, I don't know. She's 
she just strikes me as super bubbly. Mm-hmm. In per- like if you if you got to know her, like she's someone you could hang out with and be really good friends totally. with and have an amazing time every time you go out with her. Well, and she seems like the kind of woman too that you're like on the show with her, and she just like like between takes. She is just, like, now that granted, like, I'm sure she's the kind of co-host or host that could be, like, can we just take something seriously for, like, one second? Mm-hmm. But, but at the same time, I bet she makes all the contestants feel, like, so comfortable and, like, how, like, like don't take this seriously. This is fun. We're going to make fun of your stuff. But we're, <laughs> like, we're laughing at you. It's, like, we set this impossible task to you. There's no way you can finish it. No, Do not, I mean, you know. That's why I would love to go on that show because I'm actually a decent baker because baking is science and my logic brain does science really well. Yeah. But when I'm rushed, I make huge mistakes. Like when I'm super <laughs> uncomfortable, when I feel like I have a time limit, I start to goof stuff up and like really mess things up. And so I think I'd have a lot of fun on that show because mm-hmm. even though I'm a good baker, they give you these unreasonable time expectations. Yeah. And so I'd be like rushing to try to decorate stuff and I would just give up and it would look horrifying. And yeah. like, I, I would enjoy it. It would be fun to point at stuff. And then you can win things too. Which is nice. <laughs> like, look at how ugly my thing is. Please give me money. <laughs> Please give me $10,000. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and do I get to keep the gold glitter baker's hat because I want to? Yeah. Well, and also it reminds me of one of my favorite things in the world, which is like uh, there's a there is a baking fails website mm-hmm. uh, that's just pictures of really bad baked goods. <laughs> and like one of my one of my favorite ones is that horrible hedgehog cake that you've seen done in like eight thousand horrible ways. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I just I love that. I don't know why that makes me giggle so much, but then having an entire seasonal show about it just makes me that much more happy. Yeah. So, so with Christmas, it's like yeah. everything I want in one package. Well, that was not always Christmas. No, that's not always Christmas. But but, but I, I I'm thinking about Christmas because the the last one I saw was their holiday. Oh yeah. Episode like their holiday. Mhm. Thing. Special. That's what I was looking for. That's yeah. the word I was looking for. Special. That is what I think. I love when the baking shows have the holiday specials. Yeah. I love holiday when anything has a holiday special. Right? I'm, I'm in the holiday special. Speaking of ones that have really good holiday specials, is mm-hmm. my next favorite one is Food Network Challenge. Yeah, I like Food and, Network Challenge. And I know not, not all of the challenges are cake or dessert mm-hmm. or baking. They've had, like, food ones, too. But like, Yeah, they do food, food ones. It is almost all cake. Yeah. But I love when they do, go, when the holidays come around and they start doing, like, the gingerbread ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the intricate, crazy, like, giant, like, gingerbread cakes or gingerbread houses and, like, it's always nuts. And I love that judge with the giant headband. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was good. Um, uh, another one that I really like, but I only like it specifically for how bad it is, um, is Cake Boss. Oh, that's not a competition show. Oh. But, yes. You're right. Yeah, you're right. It is a competition show. I can't think of any other competition shows. Oh, there's a lot more. <laughs> okay. Name more, and I'll pick one. Uh, I mean, Sugar Rush is one of my favorite ones. I've seen some of Sugar Rush, but I haven't watched a lot of it. 
once again, I like it's it. one of those ones where I started it, and then I was like, I'm going to go watch this now. Yeah, I love that one. I power Whenever they add a new season, I power through it. Yeah. Um, I like it. I like it's, like, build. I like the ones where they have multiple challenges throughout. So it's mm-hmm. not, but I also, as again, I love, this is why I love the Great British Bake Off and why it's a better show, is they don't eliminate anybody throughout. Mm-hmm. They eliminate somebody at the end based off of their performance over three challenges. So it's like if you have one failed bake, it yeah. might not mean you're going home. You yeah, know, like, like you too. have more chance to redeem yourself. And I feel like that's what it shows that the, you could have a bad week, I guess, but like the best baker usually moves forward. Well, and they've also, like, I, I think on that show, they've also taken, they, I remember times where they've taken into account where, like, they're down to two people to choose to send home, mm-hmm. and they've considered their past experiences. Yeah. It's like all taken things equal this account. weekend, we need to look at the past. Yeah, um, exactly. But, yeah, but anyway, so, I mean, that's why, like, sometimes, like, these competition shows where it's just, like, the like one person is eliminated every round it's like yeah you never have a chance to like see improve it but i do like that like the the sugar rush it's like there's a you know multiple challenges there's like a dessert round and a candy round and then a cake round so it's like you see different things yeah i like the idea of that but i honestly am not like super into candy making and watching mm-hmm. candy making. Like well, it's and like, not... they, it's a confection. It's not a candy. They don't right. always make candy. Yeah. They like, usually don't I make like... candy. They make, like, a confection of some kind. What I like, what's again about Great British Bake Off is, like, yeah, they'll have a cookie-themed episode. Yeah. But it's biscuit not, week. like, yeah, exactly, biscuit <laughs> week. But you're, not, but you're not just making, like, one type or, like, four types of cookies in one sitting or, you know, I mean, it's... I it's like that they have savory different. bakes. I like savory bakes, too. Well, that, we're going to talk about it, um, like, things that we want to try baking mm-hmm. ourselves that we've been inspired by. One of the biggest things that I really want to learn how to make is I want to learn how to make a standing crust meat pie. Right. Like, I, I really want to learn how, and I, I know the specific one I want to make. I want to make a beef bourguignon one that's the uh, beef with a red wine sauce and right. some mushrooms. I know you don't like mushrooms, but, no, but I love even, mushrooms. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what I want The most make. important thing in a beef bourguignon is the steak and the wine. <laughs> exactly, the steak and the wine. So, um, yeah, and I, I want to make one with a standing crust so that it looks like a little pie, mm-hmm. like a perfect little pie. Like, yeah. I want to figure that out so bad. I think it has uh, to be a hot water crust because hot water crust pastry is tougher, right? Exactly. That's exactly Earlier. it. Every time I've watched it on the Great British Bake Off, yeah. it's, that's what it is. is you're and watching. I have never made a hot water crust before. Yeah, I have not either. And I and that's why I'm kind of afraid to try it is yeah. because of that standing crust. Like, I can make hand pies. This is, like, yeah. you know, talking about this with Jordan the other night. Like, if you make it like a calzone, basically. Mm-hmm. Then that's easy. I could do that. Yeah. I think I could do that. And it'd still be super delicious. Yeah. But I really, really, really want to try the classic standing yeah. crust and have it look like a perfect little pie. Like, that's well, what I want to do. Some of the savory pies that they've made are so impressive. And I'm just oh, like, why don't we eat like this in America? Right? Like, why Why do we not have that? Why, why are meat it's pies like not piles in America? upon piles of meat inside pie pastry. Right, that's like, like everything I've ever wanted. Like, a given. Yeah. 
No, I don't. Somebody always makes a curry flavored one, and I'm always like, that sounds amazing. I've actually okay. So like the reason why I love meat pies so much is because of Ren Fairs. Yeah. Um, And one of the Ren Fairs that well the 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 main one that we go to every year that we camp out at now. That one has their pie vendor has so many different types, and one of them is a curry. It's actually mm. a lamb curry. It's like a shepherd's mm. pie almost. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't tried that one yet because every time I go, I'm like, all I really want is the beef and the red wine sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, although last time I had a uh, one of their like traditional shepherd's pies, and it was super good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I make I guess I have to I make cottage pie on every year. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I do make meat pies. Yeah, but, but a cottage, cottage pie is standing easy. crust. Yeah, exactly. Cottage pie is super easy because it's mashed potatoes, basically. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I make I make a shepherd's pie, like a cottage, like a steak pie with mashed potatoes on top. Well, every... Yeah, it's a cottage pie if you don't yeah. make it with lamb. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, then I guess I make a cottage pie because I make it with beef. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I make for... for um. Patrick's Day every year, yep. I make a Guinness cottage pie. Yeah, so I make yeah. a I make a red wine one. Yeah, that sounds delicious. See, red wine and beef are yeah my jam. Yeah, I don't make it with steak though. I make it with ground hamburger. I actually make it with cubed steak. Yeah, and I use and it is like, like the perfect in between. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I would if for these pies for the red wine pies, I would definitely make it with stew meat. Mm-hmm. Um. Because that just seems like the perfect thing yeah. to choose for that. Yeah. But. I feel like in a pie, I almost would want to, like, cut it up smaller. I don't like, like, big chunks anyway. Right. You don't want it to be gigantic. Well, and that's the thing with, particularly if you plan on eating it like a hand pie. Yeah. You want it to be so that you can take bites of it and not exactly. have it be messed up. And, I don't want to cut and it. Everywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to cut it. I don't want to eat it with a fork and knife. Or it's like I where you get a bite and a giant piece of meat comes out with it and yeah. you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, you're like, no, I did not want this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Is like, I do want more like savory bakes. Yeah. Agreed. I love it. I love when they do um, like all sorts of different savory bakes. But like what another one that I was thinking of is uh, – there's an Indian restaurant here in town that Devin and I really enjoy, and they have, um, why can I not, samosas. I, I samosas. love samosas so much. They are I have, so good. I have made empanadas before, which are very similar. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and they're, they're, they're quite easy. I feel like you could handle It's like a hand pie, basically. It is. It's a hand pie. It basically, any sort of hand pie would actually mm-hmm. be relatively easy. Yeah. And I don't understand why, as a culture we haven't bought on to meat in dough to the same extent as other cultures. Like, you know, the food fair comes here every year for Mm -hmm. apple blossom and they've got pierogies. Yeah. Um, You know, like, and I mean, let's talk about the night market here and the, Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dumplings. Oh man, dude, steamed buns and dumplings. I wish we had a dim sum restaurant here so bad. I would eat dim sum all the time. Little steamed buns for days. Yep. There is actually a, a deli here in town that uh, puts uh, brisket inside of buns. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's usually pretty good. Um, There's a couple places around here that make really good kolaches. I did not know that I've ever had one. They're so good. They're basically like buns filled with stuff. Oh, okay. okay. I think they're, 
So you want to say they're like Swedish? Not Swedish. That doesn't sound like a Swedish thing. Let me see. Let me look it up. As a Swedish person, personally, but uh, although meat inside of dough is not, I mean, it is something that Swedish people do too, but they prefer fish. I mean, a lot of Swedish meals are fish related. All right. Kolachi. Wikipedia. But the word doesn't Czech. sound Swedish. Czech. Czech yeah. and Slavic. Well, and that's another thing, Like, uh, there is actually a, an Eastern European restaurant here that has, like, so many, which are, like, little turkey dumplings mm-hmm. and, you know, just meat in dough. Why is America not on the bandwagon of right? meat in dough? Like, why did we not get on that trend? <laughs> that's, I, I want savory baked things all the time. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you know, for, like, breakfast, you know, like quiches and my dad used to make stratas all the time. Yeah. Um and uh oven pancake, you know, you've had oven yeah. pancake before. That's yeah. the easiest thing on the on the planet to make. If you have enough eggs, then you can make an oven pancake. Yep. It's so good. Or some people call it a Dutch baby. Yeah. I think that's stupid. <laughs> and also it's only a Dutch baby if you make it in a cast iron pan. Oh, okay. Well, then you don't make you don't make Dutch babies. Then you definitely make oven pancakes. I make oven pancakes. Yeah, I bake them <laughs> in a baked dish, not a cast yeah. iron. Yeah. So. Oh, but it's basically so, the same thing. Yeah. So the thing that I would make mm-hmm. that I want to try to make is a croquembouche. Yeah, I would eat a croquembouche if you made it. Mm-hmm. I want I want to watch you make that fun sugar like right mixture the, like decorates. yeah. Well, it's just the caramel that you yeah you know, you fling, fling around, around and yeah. <laughs> make it springy. <laughs> I, but I, all I'm saying is if you ever want to really sit down and make a croquembouche, I will sit there and watch you do it and keep you company while you do it. Okay. Deal. I will not interfere with no. your bake. Yeah. I'm partway there. I've made, I've made shoe buns <laughs> and I've made a pat of shoe. So, or not a pat of shoe. Uh, well, I did make a pat of shoe. Mm-hmm. I made a shoe bun with which is basically a pat of shoe. Yes. <laughs> um, but I like calling them shoe buns because I think it's a funny word. <laughs> I, I also like that. Well, I mean, so shoe... Uh, and calling it creme pat. Doesn't shoe actually mean cabbage in French? I don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure it does. Let me see. I might have to go look it up again. I'm looking it up. Now. Let's see, and it's spelled funny, so it's... It's C H O U S. C H yeah. Let's see. Shoe. Uh. Oh, what does the word shoe mean? Uh, cabbage shaped. Yeah. Decoration yeah, as a rosette or not yeah. on a woman's dress. So it's cabbage so they, shaped, not cabbage. I read a book once where somebody as a like an endear, term of endearment called somebody their petite shoe, their little cabbage. Mm-hmm. And it, it was super cute. And then later when I heard it being used in uh, pastry terms, I'm like, why would they call that delicious pastry thing a cabbage? And then it was like, oh, because it's shaped yeah. like a cabbage. So it doesn't yeah. literally mean cabbage. It just means cabbage it's shaped. Cabbage shaped, yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, that's a... I, I like um, cream puffs. Those yeah. are... Basically well, cream, that bun. is yeah. that is a shoe bun. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's so, what they, I, they go by many names, but I like calling them shoe buns with a creme. Well, they have, 
they have ones that you can get at the grocery store in the frozen section. And technically, you're supposed to, like, defrost them and then serve them at, like, a party. But yeah. I like to just keep them in the freezer and eat them frozen. Because yes. then it's kind of like the, the the pastry cream hardens into almost like an ice cream. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. Very uh, yummy. Yeah. So, ten of ten yeah. would eat those if you made them. Yeah. That is, that is one of the many things that I would like to make. That you'd like to try. Yeah. 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 I... I Someday, I would like to actually genuinely, from, like, Gordon Ramsay's direct recipe, make Beef Wellington. Yeah. Like, I've made my family's version of Beef Wellington. Yeah, so have I. But I've never made, like, <laughs> Gordon Ramsay's Beef Wellington. And I haven't, I'd like to I, give that an actual try. I haven't, mostly because I've never put, um, they, he puts a crepe in there. Yeah. And, um, um. Uh, and that's why I'm counting it as a bake is because of the crepe and also the pastry around the outside, oh, it's the brioche. It's a savory bake. It's a savory you, bake. You bake it in the oven. Yeah. Anything so you I, bake I, in the oven. I mean, even the Great British Bake Off has things that you end up making on the – I love when it's a grill because it's under the the broiler. <laughs> they <yeah>. grill it. <laughs> yep. They've yeah, even done things that you make on the stove because they made um, – Oh, what are they called? They're little round things. You cook them in a cast iron little round thing. It's like a bunch of little, they look like little donut hole things. Oh, yeah. Um, evil skeevers. Yeah. They've made evil skeevers. And they also yeah. made um, uh, soup waffles. Yeah, actually. Uh, bake. They are. Soup uh, waffles. So, yeah, it's made in a waffle A waffle iron. iron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it counts as a bake. Yeah, I love troop yeah. waffles. Somebody went and visited Europe, and they brought some back at work, and I think I ate, like, all of them, at least half. I, uh, I've i started uh, buying one of my sister-in-laws a package of them from from Germany every year. Mm. They're, like, her most favorite food on the face of the planet. Well, so. And they're perfectly sized to just rest gently on top of your cup of coffee to get nice and warm. And get a little, a little melty. A little on melty the on the inside, mm-hmm. and they are just so perfect. There's like, nothing wrong with mm-hmm. caramel sandwiched between waffles. Yeah. Like, there's really, you cannot go wrong. Well, it, it reminds me of a, 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 you actually had them at my bridal shower, a traditional Swedish, well, Scandinavian dessert called oh, Kuhnkaka, yeah. yes. which is like, a, it's basically like a waffle cone. Yeah, that, you fill that with we fill with cream and, cream and yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorite desserts. Like I, <laughs> I love that. And Tanya has a traditional kumkaka uh, uh, iron, which is mm. like a, it's it's got a very specific Scandinavian pattern on it, and then it's got like yeah. a cone that you wrap it around while you right. let it um, harden. So while it's, I would say while it's hot, you put it around the cone. Yeah, there, exactly. So there is a um, and like a phone game that I play called Cooking Craze. Mm-hmm. And there was one where they went to Norway, and that was one of the dishes that they, like, had us make. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a, it's, a, it's a very traditional um, Swedish or Scandinavian dessert. I, yeah. I should say Scandinavian because it is both Norway and Sweden and probably yeah. Finland too. But and another one is cardamom buns, and I really, really, oh. really want to try making cardamom yeah. buns. I mean, I like, like everything I with cardamom. I know I love them, right? That's the other thing. It's the things that I like that they – 
the different flavors and the seasonings that they put in their baked goods is mm-hmm. so much wider than what we use here in the States. Yeah, exactly. Like they it's use a lot more, like they use a lot, their stuff isn't overly sweet. They tend to use more like, like spices like cardamom and um, I'm trying yeah, to think of any others, but like. Well, anise. They, they use a yeah. lot of liquor in Scandinavian countries. Yeah. But not just get it, but just add the, on the Great British Bake Off. Like they use oh, so yeah, many yeah. different flavors like in there like the biscuit doughs and like yeah. the the cakes and things like that no they use exactly, a lot more florals than we like use flavor. they put saffron and stuff yes. and yeah i know we we americans like our things just to be like bleach sugar sugar yeah yeah sugar <laughs> on sugar sugar with more sugar please add and i'm like sugar and i'm just sugar. like not a big overly sweet person well i mean don't get me wrong I am a fiend for a really good sugar cookie. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. But, but I like it when it's more buttery than sugary. That's true. I'm more of a shortbread person than I am a, yeah. a sugar cookie person, technically. Like, I like it to be strongly in the shortbread family. Mm-hmm. I like it to be thick like a shortbread cookie. Thick and buttery like a shortbread cookie. I want it to have that slight chew like a sugar cookie. Yeah, exactly. But have the buttery taste of shortbread. Yes, exactly. That's what I like, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I want shortbread. Right. I make shortbread. Uh, I haven't done it in like three years, but I used to make shortbread on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. But it massaging the butter into the dough takes so long, and yeah. it makes my arm hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can have Devin do that part. I cut yeah. it with a pastry cutter. <laughs> well, I but I was used to get in like an electric thing to do it. It just doesn't work as well as just using your hand to hold it does. My like, pastry I don't cutter works just fine. I have a pastry cutter. I just don't love it. Yeah, I love mine. I use it for all kinds of things. Like, I use it for, like, to make my, like, pie dough and things like that. Yeah. Well, but, I feel like if the dough for shortbread comes together easier if it's got your hands. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I like to – I so I like to use a pastry cutter to get it to, like, the sandy texture, and then I use my hands to, like, massage it together. Yeah, and that's what I'm, that's what I do. I do that. The too. final step. Yeah, it's the massaging it together part that is mm-hmm. it, like it just makes my arm hurt after a while, and I can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So but, no, I make it every Christmas, although it never compares to my husband's aunt who makes traditional Scottish shortbread, and that's it's incredible. We had some friends who every year would make uh, traditional Scottish shortbread and then bring it like bring us a, like a big. Like it's a big like a saucer of shortbread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, she does it. She does it in a big round dish. Yeah, and, exactly. And she cuts it so you end up with little triangles, and it's like covered in sugar. Yeah, and it's ours so perfect. They our friend didn't cover it in sugar. They they left that part off, but they would take like a fork and do like traditional designs in there sometimes. Mm-hmm. And for ours, they would always just put a big W in it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I love shortbread. I I love shortbread so hard. So yummy. It's butter. It is. You can't go wrong with butter. Butter, flour, and sugar. If you have those three things, you can make shortbread. I'm just going to, I'm going to end our baking show by saying butter is the best. It is. 100% agreed. (laughs) All righty. All righty. Call me on Wednesday. All right. I'll call you on Wednesday. All right. Bye. Bye.